On today's episode, we have a double take at the Oscars, and we rejoice in a leg disease. Welcome back to the Seeing God in the Everyday Podcast with Dan James. Man, I am so glad that you are with us this week. It's going to be an awesome, awesome show that we got going on. But first, before we get into that, I need to say thank you to all of you who have been downloading my podcast and listening to it. Podcast has been live for only two weeks and we already have eclipsed 100 downloads and that is just amazing to me. And so I want to say thank you, thank you, thank you. Uh, I also want to say um, if you're enjoying what you're listening to, um, give me a review. I know some of the things like Apple Podcasts, you can leave a review. Also, uh, let people know if uh, this is encouraging you. Maybe it might encourage them. And let people know what's going on and let people know about this podcast. Ultimately, I'm doing this because I really want to share what's in my heart. And I really want to give to uh, give to you what I'm seeing and what I'm experiencing. Hopefully, we'll build a community together because eventually I want to hear back from you and, and build a community around this. I think there's a lot of negative in the world. I think there's a lot of, uh, even in the Christian world, I think there's a lot of cynicism of the things that are going on in the world. And it's not what I believe that we're supposed to do. We're not supposed to be sitting around at the seat of mockers and we're not supposed to be sitting around critiquing and criticizing the world around us. This is, this is the world that God did make and God loves the people that are here. And he really, really wants us to love them as well and to share with them. So if you're enjoying this, please share with other folks. Uh, if you haven't yet, please subscribe to this podcast. And then every time a new one pops out, um, we're going to try to upload a podcast once a week, trying to do that on Thursdays. So if you know that every time you'll get a notification saying that the podcast has downloaded so you can keep up with what's going on. We can enjoy the time together. So again, thank you so much. And uh, it's it's quite humbling as I uh, look at what's going on and the people all over the country. I've had even people in Germany and uh, Ecuador that are listening to the podcast too. And so it's just kind of really cool. I'm uh, blessed by it. So thank you guys so much. Now, this week I wanted to touch on a couple different things. One of the things I, I kind of want to give a highlight because last week was crazy. It's it This 2020 has already been, there's just so much that has gone on. It's just already been just so nuts. Just in this last week, we had the kickoff of the presidential election season. The Iowa caucus kicked off, and that was kind of a, a crazy thing because they had a situation where they messed up with the, the counting and the reporting and I still don't know if they know who won or not you know thank goodness being a Floridian maybe that will get us off the map people won't be talking about the hanging chads or the dimpled chads or whatever going back 2000 election with Florida so that was already crazy to begin with and then on Tuesday the president gave his state of the union address which again started another firestorm of craziness uh, with the battle going on 
and our political realm between the Democrats and the Republicans. And then on Wednesday, it all kind of came to a head with the acquittal of the president from the impeachment. Again, just when you look at it, it's just been it's been a crazy week. And to top it all off, we ended up on Sunday having the Oscars. Now, I don't know what you think of the Oscars. I don't know if you watch the Oscars. Um, the one thing that I look at when I think of the Oscars is that I feel like it's gotten this thing, and I, and I bring up the political and talk about the political because it seems like the Oscars have turned into this thing where it's all about telling people how bad they are, talking about how good they are. It just has turned into this thing that I don't know if it was meant to be this way, but it has kind of morphed into this thing where the Oscars is, it's almost unwatchable because everybody who gets up there has a political speech. They they hate this person. They love this person. They want you to stop driving your car. They want you to stop living your life and everything I know how a lot of people really have gotten course to the Oscars. You know, we all enjoy entertainment. We all like to have a good movie, to watch a good movie, good story. But it seems like the Oscars is something that has turned into a mess. You know, I know you're looking at it and you're thinking, you know, Dan, you know, how could you find something? How could you find God in the Oscars? And and I gotta admit, sometimes you gotta you gotta stop and you gotta pray and be patient. And God will reveal himself. So I want to share a little bit of something that happened at the Oscars. And I think it's an encouraging thing. But first, I'm going to talk about the story of of hope and the story uh, about a book to start off with and then a movie. And then it fills us with hope. So the first thing I want to talk about is that there was a book written by this woman named Joyce Smith. And the book is called The Impossible the Miraculous Story of a Mother's Faith and Her Child's Resurrection. Now, this story is written, it's a true story. This woman, Joyce Smith, the mother of a son, John, who fell into a frozen lake. Now, this happened back in January 2015 because, you know, things move slow when it comes to entertainment. But this story, it's a true story of this young boy who was out with his friends and they were walking on a frozen lake and they fell through the ice. The ice broke beneath them. They uh, called 911. The the paramedics got there. They took them about 15 minutes to get to them. They finally pulled all three boys out of the lake. Two of them were fine, uh, but one of them had been underwater for multiple minutes and when they pulled him out, his heart wasn't beating. He was basically dead. He he had no pulse. So they grabbed him. They started working on him. They transported him to the hospital. The mother, Joyce, gets called by a friend of one of the other boys. The, the mother of one of the other boys that had fallen in the lake has told her that, you know, this is what happened. So Joyce runs to the hospital. And so when Joyce gets to the hospital, her son's in the bed. And as she walks up, the doctor basically tells her to go talk to her son. And what the doctor was doing was doctor was allowing the mom to say goodbye. Um, the doctor was getting ready to declare the son dead. Um, they hadn't had a pulse for 45 minutes and they had given up. They had basically um, said that this is the young man's dead. So just go and talk to your son. The mom goes to the bedside to where her son is and she's just overcome with what's going on. And she begins to pray and she brings to call out 
And what she prays is she prays, Holy Spirit, please come and give me back my son. And she said that she basically prayed this more than once and just cried out. Within a few minutes later, John's heart begins beating. And the nurse was there actually checking his pulse. And the young man basically comes back to life after being dead for 45 minutes. This is an amazing story. And I'll be honest with you, this is a story I've never heard. This is a story that I've never seen on the news. I was doing some research on this, and there's a few articles on it. Other than that, there's not really a lot that when this actually happened, there's a local news story that happened, but really nothing nationally when this story broke. This young man died, fell in the ice, was dead for 45 minutes, and the prayer of his mother and God's grace and mercy brought him back to life. And this is an incredible story. It's just that alone is an amazing story. Again, like I said, it's it's not one we've heard. I, I've not, like I said, I've not even heard this story until I started doing the research on it. This story was made into a movie, and it was a Christian movie. And now I, I know what you're thinking. If you're like me and you grew up in the 80s or in the 90s and you, you know Christian movies, the first thing is you, you roll your eyes back in the head. You know, you're you're thinking of the old you know, VHS, you know, in the Thief of the Night and stuff like that. And it's like, oh my gosh, I love Billy Graham, but my goodness, some of the movies that he made in the late 70s, early 80s were just atrocious. Great messages, just horrible production. And for years, Christian movies has been kind of a joke. For years, Christian movies has not even been close to on par with what's coming out of Hollywood. So Christian movies were never given any respect. And like I said, even when I said, you know, this was a Christian movie, some of you might have gone, oh, okay, I know what you're talking about. I know what type of movie this is. But in recent years, There's been quite a few Christian producers and Christian directors who are starting to make movies and they're starting to bring up the quality of the movies, not just in the story, because the stories have always been there, but in the production value. And now you're starting to see some recognition and you're starting to see Hollywood take notice of these movies. Now, this particular movie, which is called Breakthrough, which came out in 2019, actually nominated for 11 different awards and different awards things throughout the United States and even Canada. It's amazing because they're not all just Christian awards. These were movie company awards um, that are out there for, for movie makers to win. And they were nominated for 11 different ones. But one of the biggest ones here and probably the cream of the crop when it comes to movie making is the Academy Awards, the Oscars. And this movie was nominated and it was nominated for the song that was the main song um, in the movie called I'm Standing With You. It was nominated for the best original song at the Academy Awards. That's awesome. Number one, just, just that alone is incredible. Christian music, Christian movies are finally getting the respect because the production value is coming up. The production value has been lifted. The stories, which were always the important thing, you know, like I, I, you know, I referenced the Billy Graham movies of the 70s and 80s. You know, the message was amazing in those movies. The message was strong. The message was a great message. Usually the cinematography and the quality was awful. Well, now that's starting to change, even to the point where now you're starting to see, quote unquote, Christian movies being nominated and the elements of Christian movies being nominated. So this song, I'm Standing With You, 
was nominated this year, and the song was performed live during the broadcast by Chrissy Metz, who was the actress who played Joyce Smith, the mother of the boy. If you haven't listened to it, I'll put a link in the show notes. Just a great rendition, great, beautiful song, very powerful, and you see the Academy of the People just cheering it and and loving it. It tells me something I already know, but it reinforces it, is that we have the message that God shows himself in everything. And a lot of times what we've seen is we've seen a lot of Christian actors and actresses go to Hollywood and they lose it. We see a lot of Christian writers and and Christian artists, music artists, that they they feel like they have to subvert the message or it it won't be accepted. And one of the things I've always said for years is that if you put out high quality, if it's high quality music or a high quality television show, high quality movie, the message will then be received because the quality will not get in the way. Because ultimately, we have something that the world wants. We are projecting and giving a story that the world really wants. The world wants hope. The world wants to know that there is grace and forgiveness and love out there. You know, sometimes we think, oh no, all they want is, you know, John Wick and shooting up things and revenge and stuff. No, that's not really what the world wants. The world is going to that as a substitute, but when you break it down and when you really talk to people, what they really want is they want to see what grace is. They want to see mercy. They want to see love. And for me, seeing this and having a song from a Christian movie being nominated at the Oscars is an awesome thing. It's an amazing thing. It's something that, you know, 10 years ago, 15 years ago, we really wouldn't have seen. I just think it's it's awesome. So one day, those of you who are out there, you're a musician or an actor or an actress, you know, you're working your way through, you're trying to make it, you know, I just want to encourage you. You don't have to deny your faith to get noticed. Just do everything you do with excellence and the people will notice. And you know what? You might be able to share that message of God's grace and God's mercy. And maybe one day you might be on stage performing and winning an Oscar. Who knows? This is an encouraging thing and something that we can actually take away that, you know, God reveals himself. God reveals himself in so many ways. And even when you think in a place like the Oscars, that God's not there, he's still there. Welcome back, and today for our final segment, I want to tell you a story about a a woman, an older woman in our neighborhood. Uh, My daughter Nicole was out for a walk one day, and she sees this older woman working in her yard, and she just... She just asked her and said, hey, do you need any help? Can I do anything for you? From that day for the last two years, Nicole has gone over and has helped this woman. And we've 
built a beautiful relationship. We've kind of adopted her. She's kind of adopted us. And we just have a great time together. Uh, we just get a kick out. She gets us, uh, every year she gets us matching something, shirts or something, sweaters for Christmas. And we take a picture and just have a great time with it. And it's just been a lot of fun getting to know this woman. So just recently she was coming out of her bathroom and she had her walker and her walker got hung up on the carpet and she had fallen down onto her walker. And, you know, just like the, you know, the whole thing of, you know, help, I can't get up. She does live alone. She does live by herself. But what happened was she actually fell onto the walker and she broke her femur and she didn't just break it. It wasn't just like a nice snap but it actually like spiral broke all the way down. Very painful, um, very difficult. You know, she had to have a surgery, but the thing is when she did it, she was in the back of the house and she didn't have her phone on her. And so she literally had to crawl from the back of the house out the front door and scream out the front door, yelled out, and there were some workers working across the street that heard her and came to her rescue and got her to the hospital got her where she was able to have surgery and she's doing much better now even though she's still in a lot of pain and this is an incredible woman she's been a nurse for doctors without borders for years she's very intelligent very fun to be around and we went and visited her just recently and she was talking about how well she's doing and how her therapy's doing and she's talking about all the people she's she's praying with and all the people she's ministering to as they're ministering to her. You know, she's kind of getting excited because she's been in this therapy for about two and a half months now. And she knows the time's coming soon because she's actually being able to get up and kind of move around just very briefly. But most of the time she's spending still in a wheelchair. Well, they came and told her just the other day that she was doing really well. They're saying, you know, you're doing fantastic. We want to let you go home because, you know, we think you're doing well enough. She was really concerned about that. Number one, she's still having a lot of pain. She's still um, not great with uh, helping herself, so she would probably still need help. Her house is an older house here in Florida. It's not ADA compliant at all. It's very small, as in the doorways are small. Being able to get a wheelchair around her house would be very difficult. And so she was so concerned about this, and so she prayed. She prayed, God, I don't know what to do, but I, I, I have this concern. I have this need. And I, I don't know what to do, so God, I want to give it to you. I just want to let you have this. Well, lo and behold, um, in the next day or so, she comes down with cellulitis in her legs, which I, I don't know if you've ever seen cellulitis or talked to anyone who's had cellulitis. Basically, the it's like a it looks like a red, red, uh, raw rash that forms on the skin. It's it's quite painful. It causes inflammation. It causes uh, irritation. Like I said, it's very painful. Also, swelling comes with it. Different things, you know, that come along with this. But when it happened, she was starting to praise God for the cellulitis because the doctor came in and said, well, because of the cellulitis, we need to treat that. And we're not going to send you home with that. And it's probably going to take about two to three weeks for that to heal and for you to get over that, she should be out of a wheelchair in about two to three weeks. 
And so we come in to visit her and she's talking about her cellulitis and how painful it is and how well she's doing. And she's just praising God. She's praising Jesus because she's like, you know, if I didn't have this cellulitis, they would have sent me home in a few days. But now that I have this, I'm going to be able to stay and they're going to help me by the time the, the cellulitis is gone. I'll be out of the wheelchair and I'll be able to go home. Now, I, I tell you the story. Number one, I just thought it was an amazing story how this woman who has just been through so much in the last four months uh, with the break of her leg and stuff, how she's sitting there, she's in pain. She's incredibly in discomfort because of this rash and her feet are swollen. She's in all kinds of different discomfort, but she's sitting there praising Jesus for the discomfort she's in. Because she knows that that discomfort was actually helping her in the long run. And it, it really hit me hard because I, I think about when was the last time I was really praising Jesus and praising God when I was in discomfort? You know, as Americans and as Western Christians and stuff, we think that if you're if you're uncomfortable, that means you're sinning or that means you're out of God's will or God's favor. To sit there and listen to her talk about how she was just so overjoyed that she had this cellulitis, which was causing her pain and it was bringing her joy in the middle of it. It was just it was so encouraging. It was just, I just, my wife and I, Becky, we just sat there. We laughed and we cried with her a little bit. We were just like, wow, we just cannot believe your faith. And we cannot believe how uh, just incredible you are as a woman. I tell you that story to encourage you. I don't know what you're going through. Um, I just wanted to share that story with you that there might be things that you're going through that are a huge discomfort right now. They might even be painful. They might even be something that hinders you from doing something else. But to take a second and to think about what is God doing in this? You know, my whole podcast is seeing God in the everyday. And you know, sometimes it's it's wonderful to go out and see that sunrise or that sunset and see how, you know, and imagine God's glory in that sunrise and sunset. Sometimes it's a lot harder to be in pain and to see God in the middle of that pain. But as the story of this woman encouraged us with, I wanted to encourage you with that maybe God's in the middle of your pain. Maybe he's the one that's right there and he's carrying you and he's helping you and saying, listen, I know this kind of stinks. I know this hurts. I want you to know this is for your betterment. This is for the best and to take joy in that. And let me tell you, she was telling us, you know, it hurts but I'm praising Jesus with it. And the other thing is, is her testimony in this. She's actually sitting there telling all of the, the, the workers that are there, the ones who are doing the therapy, on how much Jesus loves her because she's going through this right now. And just, just an awesome testimony. And I want to encourage you with that today. As we had a crazy week, you know, like I said, all of the things from the election to the impeachment to... You know, just the craziness of the week that you might have been going through. I want to encourage you with that. Well, thank you so much for tuning in this week to Seeing God in the Everyday Podcast with me, Dan James. And I've got something very special coming for the next next week or so. So I want to kind of tease that for you, what might be coming down here in the next week or so. Again, thank you so much for listening. Thank you for the encouragement that you give me for listening. And like I said, um, please subscribe. Give me, send me a note. 
uh, write some an email to me at uh, seeing God in the everyday with Dan James at gmail.com and I'd love to hear from you. Um, I hope you're having a great week this week and I hope that you're seeing God in the world around you and in your everyday. Bye-bye.